Not content with your content? You've come to the right place. The Discontent Show with Joe Kuzma. Every brand starts with a story. Here's how you can grow your business by sharing it. Now, with today's topic, the host of The Discontent Show, Joe Kuzma. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Discontent Show. My name is Joe Kuzma, and I have a very interesting topic for you today. It is called Get to the Point, which each and every one of us is very guilty of, and I could even say that by delaying getting to the point in this very episode, I could tell you that last episode and some of the other ones were more or less about stretching out some of your content, getting a little more for your money. But if you stretch it a little too much and you don't get to the point, well... You're going to have some issues. So jumping right into it, sometimes um, if you're in the podcast realm or you're even a writer, a lot of times you'll have this big buildup, this big introduction, introducing, doing all these other things. And if you happen to be fortunate enough to be in a line of work at content marketing, such as podcasting, for example, where you have sponsors that you have to address and things of that nature, you could end up going four or five minutes before you actually get to an actual point. So I was reading an article as I tend to do, and this kind of converged with my idea of getting to the point, and it was uh, called The Seven Capital Sins of Brevity. Uh, it comes from a website called thebrieflab.com, and, um, you know, actually, th- this actually comes from someone that was writing their own book, and they had discovered some problems. Uh, This is a Joe McCormick. uh, And he speaks about, you know, why people struggle with brevity. And that's just getting to the point, keeping things as simple. Uh, The KISS method, I say this all the time. K-I-S-S, keep it simple, sweetheart, or stupid, or whatever you want the final S to be. It could just be one single S if you just keep it simple. So uh, according to Joe here, a different Joe, great name by the way, the seven capital sins of brevity include cowardice. It takes courage to be clear and definitive. Stand out and say what you mean, uh, because what if somebody else doesn't agree? At least in the podcast medium, uh, you're not even safe there, to be completely honest, even if you're writing on a blog, you put something on social media. If you put it out there, I'm sure some of you have heard the word hot take before. And people, what that means is, is it's something that's going to be hot. It's going to be something that people doesn't necessarily agree with you on. And if that happens, that might make it harder for you to get right to the point. You say something and you just need the courage to be able to say uh, what it is. Speak your mind and also don't be afraid to back it up too if it should come down to lots of comments and things of that nature. And sometimes it spawns uh, some uncomfortable situations depending on the topic. So uh, another one of these is confidence. And the confidence is, you know, And this goes hand in hand with a lot of these because, you know, if you know your subject matter, if you're an expert, it it doesn't mean that you should go on and on and on. And that's a lot of times even just here on this discontent show, why some of my episodes like, you know, nine or 10 minutes long versus 20 minutes long, there's no reason to go on and on and on if you just get to the point. Callousness, another one here. People that know they're long-winded and they really don't care 
raise your hand. I'm guilty of this. Definitely. I could speak forever. And it's not that I don't care, but uh, as this says, it's like people believe what they're saying is important. It may be more important than anything anyone else has to do. So just kind of keep that in mind. You need to come up for wind at some point. Comfort. Some people get comfortable. And when they get on a roll, they can't stop themselves. <laughs> you know, um, this is the kind of person that comes in, sees you in your office and asks, hey, do you have a minute? They sit down and they stay a while because they're comfortable. I, I have a cousin like this. You can't kick him out of the house. He'll stay all day and night, and that's absolutely crazy. Um, confusion. I mean, a, a clear understanding leads to clear communication. If something's jumbled in your mind, you won't explain it clearly. And just imagine if you have a reader or a listener or somebody of that nature and they can't. Twitter is the most guilty of this. Obviously, if you can't understand someone, sometimes it's just not in plain English. And autocorrect, if you're using you know one of these smart devices like a tablet or a phone, will definitely shoot you in the foot. So be careful about being maybe a little too confusing when you're out there trying to get right to the point. Now, I'm going to cut off before I get to the last uh, couple here because uh, complication and carelessness are the next two. But when I'm talking about getting to the point, what you need to understand is it doesn't necessarily go hand in hand with trying to stretch out some of your content. Um, what I'm more or less saying is, is that if you have to do this big, long explanation and build up to what you're trying to get to, instead of just getting to the point, like just this episode alone, just diving right into this, then you're going to cause some of these other problems, such as confusion. You're also going to complicate things, which is the sixth step here. And, you know, the, the Joe talks about some people enjoy being the smartest person in the room, trying to explain a complicated concept rather than doing the work to simplify that concept for their audience. So this is what I'm trying to tell you too. Just keep it simple. Man, I, you know what? I didn't even read that entirely all the way to there, and I'm already in agreement with Joe here. Carelessness, obviously the final one. You're going to come across this more often than you would probably like to, but folks have no idea that their audience is already overwhelmed and saturated with information from multiple sources. Um, you can't make this communication strength unless you understand your own weaknesses, and chances are one or more of these items cause you to struggle with brevity and this is absolutely true too because the overwhelming and oversaturation you are surrounded by so much noise just think about what you're trying to do with content marketing you're trying to crack a nut where you're trying to be the voice that's heard amongst many others who are shouting and this is what we're talking about is some strategy in order to just more or less get there. If you're writing, you maybe you don't want to have all this big buildup, big introduction, big bio, big all these things about you. Um, you know, sometimes you kind of want something to introduce your topic, but just kind of make sure it doesn't go on and on and on. As already discussed with podcasting, you could say, you know, I introduced myself. Sometimes I thank my, you know, loyal listeners or those who are newer and returning, but sometimes I'm going to save some other stuff talking or asking 
kind of begging, which is okay too, for subscribers. Just kind of hold off on that type of stuff. Some people, you know, they don't have the time. They're overwhelmed and they're coming to you for one reason or another. Uh, maybe because you're an expert or you're a source of good information. You want to give them good value. And that's one of the things with getting to the point is this is good value for people who are investing their time in being part of your audience or being an advocate of your brand or business. Social media works exactly the same way. In fact, social media, you may want to keep it as simple as possible. If you find yourself writing any more than like four lines within a Facebook post, you should find ways to trim that down as much as possible. Even if that means using abbreviations and acronyms, you got to get to the point because people have very short attention spans. So um, some other things too is if, do you really need to name your business again when you're posting? something on Facebook, when you're tweeting, when you're posting to Instagram, it already says your name right there with what you're posting. It already has a logo. If you're posting a photo or an image, um, if you don't have to describe the obvious, don't describe the obvious. Don't put uh, another thing that kind of bothers me too, and this is guilty if you get into some of the automation things I covered in a past episode, but if you're posting like a link to one of your blog posts or articles or a podcast and the title is already kind of pulled in. There's like that preview kind of snippet that goes in there. You don't necessarily need to repeat that in the text above. Now, if you use some automated processes, sometimes that's going to happen. But if you're manually doing some of these things, just uh, be cognizant of that kind of not only being repetitive, but something that could turn people away because you're not getting to the point. And uh, trust me, I see this so many times. This isn't like the same thing as structuring a blog post where you want the, you know, your URL and your title and maybe even say some keywords over again for good SEO or search engine optimization. We're talking about just being on social media and trying to grab someone's attention. But if you're, if there's anywhere, uh, the fourth pillar, as you know, out of my five pillars of content marketing, email, <laughs> you got to get to the point pretty much in the subject line or somebody's not going to click to open. And then when they do click to open, oh, if you have this email, it just goes on and on and on and on for like 800 words. Chances are someone's not going to read that all in an email. Now you are definitely maybe grabbing their attention and getting them and you want an audience, you want them to read it, but email, it gets shoved down the page. They may keep it. But one thing is, is if you are very, uh, very close and to the point Maybe you just have a title of an article or a brief expert of something that you're excerpt. I'm sorry. <laughs> if there's something there that you just want to put a small snippet of what you, it is you're trying to get across, and it's kind of almost like a teaser. Think about movies. Sometimes when you see movie previews and they're two minutes long, you're like, wow, I just saw the entire movie in two minutes. And then you really, that usually ends up turning out to be the case with one some of the movies that aren't so good, correct? Uh, but if you have like a movie and it, it kind of gets you for 30 or 60 seconds or so of your attention or your attention span, it's a good teaser. And that's what you kind of want to do with email. Social media is a teaser too, because you're really using that as a conduit. If you're doing this all properly to bring people back to you, back to your website, back to your blog, subscribing to your podcast, maybe even over to your YouTube channel. If you're promoting that through all of these different, uh, different types of platforms that are out there. So once again, try and use these techniques to try and get direct into the point 
just make sure, just be too careful here not to be so brief that then you are also complicating or confusing or doing some other things of that nature. So once again, uh, those seven capital sins of brevity, then they all happen to begin with a C, which I find kind of ironic. Cowardice, confidence, callousness, comfort, confusion, complication, carelessness. So try and avoid some of those. Just all that you really need is just enough confidence and not too much of a comfort level with your audience to where you are brief and you get to the point. Don't cause confusion. Don't overcomplicate things. And of course, don't dumb it down just so much that you don't even have a KISS method and you're just being careless. I hope this episode helped you out. Of course, as I always say, don't forget to subscribe. And you could always ask some questions uh, in the comments or shoot me a message over on my website at joekuzma.com. I encourage, as every time I do on the Discontent Show here, you're not content with your content, but I want all the listeners out there to be safe, be good, and I'll catch you later. Hi, folks. This is Joe Kuzma. (laughs) No, don't worry. You're not hearing things twice. I'm just here to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you for listening to today's show and being a follower and subscriber of the Discontent Podcast. And I want to remind you that if you're interested in more information about all the various things it is that I do, whether it be about this show, content marketing, or you want to ask a question, you may visit me at joekuzma.com. That's J-O-E-K-U-Z-M-A dot com. Or you can follow me as well on Facebook. Make sure you get the page and not the personal profile. Sorry, it's only for friends and family. Also on Twitter at Joe underscore Kuzma, LinkedIn or Instagram. Also, don't forget, if you haven't already, subscribe, whether that be on iTunes, YouTube, or your favorite podcast provider so you don't miss out on any of the great episodes that we have. Once again, thank you again for your support. And I look forward, as always, to speaking and interacting with each of you again soon.